my thing is that when I come up with an idea, I want to know what the Dalai Lama thinks as much as what the Mark Zuckerberg thinks. Because for me, that okay. polarity is what allows me to not get lost in the echo chamber. Not everybody can be a monk. Not yeah. everybody's gonna be a billionaire. How do yeah. you balance those? So yeah, three points on the court. Yeah. Number one. Yeah, three points on the basketball <laughs> yeah, court. Yeah, we're on the court, so three points on the court. Number one, you touched on it at the start. There's a beautiful verse in the Bhagavad Gita that says that detachment doesn't mean that you own nothing. Okay. Detachment means that nothing owns you. Okay. And to me, that's that balance. Okay. That's that balance. It's that, you know that, like if you're going over the millions and billions, but then that starts owning you. Right. We've seen that destroy people. Right. You've seen that destruct people. So it's like the dominant energy. Exactly. But how do you think, because it's easy to fool yourself and be like, no, 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 I'm not dominated by money, but like... Was there a litmus test? Is there a test you had in the back of your mind that you could know that you are truly detached? Well, I think there's, you know, we have both. Like one of, one of my favorite quotes, which kind of complicates the whole, whole situation is from Charles Cooley, where he said that today I'm not what I think I am. I'm not what you think I am. I am what I think you think I am. Right. Right. And we're lost in that perception of a perception of ourselves. Yeah. So if my, all my billionaire mates are telling me, no, man, you're all right. Like you've got money, you're, you're good. But you've got to have that reflection. But that's not going to come if you're just surrounded in the echo chamber. Yeah. And you talk about this loads, having mentors. Right. My thing is that when I come up with an idea, I want to know what the Dalai Lama thinks as much as what the Mark Zuckerberg thinks. Because for me, that okay. polarity right. is what allows me to not get lost in the echo chamber. Did you ever get to meet the Dalai Lama? I have. Yeah, I oh, have. really? Yeah, yeah, I have. I so have. I've heard, I've never <laughs> met him, but I've read some of his books. Yeah. And Which are not written by him. But he yeah. seems like a happy, jolly guy. He's a happy, was that, jolly is guy. Is that how he came off? Yeah, he's a happy, what jolly guy. What happened to my balls? The, ball, <laughs> the dogs, literally. Can you teach my, my dog some Zen Buddhism when it comes to the balls? She pops every one. one of them. The other one just got <laughs> neutered today. So oh, no way. He's not having the best day of his life, no unfortunately. <laughs> but we had to. He's a big German shepherd. Yeah. So, so maybe we could say number two then is... Yeah. Don't get caught up. You have to. It's hard to see the perception of yourself. That's true. Like massively, people love to. Like you said, they're either deluded in themselves, yeah, or they're listening to someone else who's delusional. Absolutely. And so, we what's the third us. thing then? The third thing is that I'd probably say it's around fearlessness. So we okay. get trained in this test of for a month you are left to be with nothing. You get two pieces of clothes. You have no money, no food, and you're left on the streets. In a really? town in a village to survive for a month. What vill- what area were in you India, in? In India. What part so of like India? Like four hours south of Mumbai. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's literally like small villages. We're talking about like there's not like a supermarket on the corner or anything like that. And you have to figure out how to survive without anything to start with. Huh. And that builds this incredible fearlessness and resilience. When you've had nothing, you yeah. know what to do when you have something. Right. And you have this unique perception on at the beginning, you're just trying to survive. Yeah. Like your whole motive is, how do I live? How do I get? What do I trade? Do I perform? Do I sing? Do I dance? Do I tell jokes? Like, how do I create that trade? And by the end of it, the amazing thing that you want to mature to is that the evolution is you start noticing the people out there who are struggling more than you. Huh. And so you mean you got kind of get out of your own? You kind of get out of, of your yourself? own head. Yeah, and that's, that's the point. Is that what happened to you? So tell me a story. So, yeah. so what'd you do? You're dropped off. Yeah, they don't literally like drive a car and just boot you out, right? <laughs> no, not with like blindfolds. And okay. It's not like a mafia thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, it's not that kind of thing.
So if you're interested in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and want to learn how to make money with Bitcoin, I'm opening up a brand new Bitcoin crypto academy for you. Crypto is starting to fundamentally change everything from currencies to the very structure behind the internet. And if you don't understand it, you will be left behind. Remember, if you had put $100 into Bitcoin in 2010, you would have over $100 million right now. I don't want you to miss out on the coming opportunities offered by Bitcoin in the cryptocurrency space. So I brought in the best experts in the game, the people that are teaching me and training me. And I'm going to share that with you because it's not too late to understand Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and the blockchain and to make money with it. So to sign up for my new Bitcoin Crypto Academy and learn how to invest, how to make money in this new exciting space, I'm gonna open up room for a few of you to have early access to the new online mentor mastermind. So go to tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast to learn more. So I'm testing the mastermind. So I'm just gonna let a few of you in at a low price and uh, it's already filling up quickly. So if you want to get in, I'll let a few of you in. So go to tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast, all one word, tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast. If the course is closed, when you get to the page, put in your name in the waiting list. You missed out on the first round. Uh, and if you see it, welcome to the group. Glad you didn't procrastinate. Okay, back to the show. There's a lot of poverty in India, so getting dropped off with nothing in India, yeah. it's not like America where you can ask somebody yeah. like, yo, do you have 10 bucks I can bother? Yeah, Pure, yeah. I was in India, and I was staying at this hotel, and going, there was beggars all outside, yeah, went in and out, and there was like people, that you could tell they were hungry. Somebody died overnight of starvation outside of our hotel. I remember walking back out, the guy was dead. You so saw like, him alive, and then, so yeah. you, wow. Well, you could wow. tell he was kind of sick, but there was hundreds, if you gave, wow money to beggars, like little kids would come up and they'd be like, Mr. 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 They knew you spoke English. And the second you gave them money, yeah. like literally like 30 other kids came. So it came yeah. to the point where you couldn't always give money yeah, yeah. because it caused like a literally a disaster, a, like a traffic hazard. Wow. So you're dropped off. What do you do? How do you, how'd you survive? How long was it? Oh, a month. Dang. So 30 days. Okay. No 30 money? Days. No money. Okay, take no us one, through this. 30 days. So I, at the start, you're excited, right? Like I'm one of those people who's coming out. I, I love challenges. I'm thinking this is going to be great. I'm going to figure it out. I'm, you know, I can, I can talk to people. I can charm them. I'm going to use all my skills that I've studied and all that kind of stuff. You, you have a bit of bravado and ego that you can figure it out. Yeah. And then, and then very quickly you realize that none of that charm works on the street, no matter what language you can speak. Because again, like you said, people are used to beggars. Yeah, in India. In, in yeah. So the natural re resistance is, I don't want to talk to you. Were you dressed like a monk? Yeah, I was dressed like a monk. So Did that help you, you think? It, it helps. It definitely helps a little bit. Like, yeah. that would have been a real challenge. If we weren't dressed as monks, yeah. then that would have been, like, impossible. Like, you would definitely die. Yeah. And so first thing I start doing is starting to ask people how I can help them. Okay. So i just walking up to people, and I see, I see an old lady. I'm like, oh, can I help you carry your bags? Yeah. Start helping her carry her bags. When I help her to her home to carry her bags, she gives me a rupee. Huh. So I, then I go up to someone else and go, how can I help you today? And someone will be like, oh, well, can you come and help me? I'm just fixing this in my home. So I'll go and help them fix that thing and they'll give me a rupee. And you start realizing that service, right. or bringing value to someone's life, is the way you start. Which, of course, is the fundamental tenet to business. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. If you're not bringing that impact, if you're not helping grow someone's whatever it is, to the degree, the depth of which you're going to help that person, right. the amount of pain that that solution is saving that's gonna to lead to what you get. 
So literally, I just started helping people as much as I could with the smallest activities. And you start valuing these really small things. You just start becoming grateful and obsessive over recognizing how much a small thing can change someone's life. Where'd you sleep? You literally sleep wherever you can find. So you were like sleeping on the road. On on, on trees, like... There's a lot of cobra snakes. (laughs) In, when I was in I India, there was some in your pit, yeah. yeah, you heard the, the okay. sprinkler going, but there's a like lot snakes. of cobras in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you didn't no snakes. No, no, no snakes. You didn't get no bit. Snakes, no Do you snakes. have a snake tattoo? No, no, it's a microphone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was a snake. No, no, no snakes. No like, snakes. Maybe you did get bit. You... <laughs> no snakes. Bye, Maya. <laughs> See ya. So you yeah, survive then, this, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You survive. People come and check in with you every few days. It's not like you just. Oh, so like, they come you, check Yeah, on they come you. and check in. They make sure you're alive. <laughs> you can't just get recruited and then be dead. Almost, yeah, be chucked to die. All right, but, we lost you know, three recruits yeah, today. Yeah, exactly. It's not like you know, it's not like a game or anything like that. But you get checked in. But then by the end of it, you start noticing the pain of people around you. And you know, we were talking about messages and. One of Gandhi's messages was, you know, I was sad that I didn't have any shoes, and then I saw a man with no feet. Right. And, yeah. and that's that's where you get to by the end of it. Yeah. That you start thinking that all I'm trying to do is survive, but actually, if I can use what I'm getting for service. So by the end of it, you're getting the food and giving it to those who like got no leg and got no arm and yeah. got blind. You know, all the people, all the suffering that you see. Yeah. And and that's what it's meant to do to your consciousness is evolve it from survival for yourself to service. <laughs> 